Lalo man, Lalo man, does whatever a Lalo man can. Climb the ceiling and jump down. Kill a ginger. It's the Lalo man. It's watchers on the couch. <laughs> I love that. Welcome to the Watchers on the Couch podcast. We are a recap podcast covering season four of Better Call Saul. And we pretty much review, recap, look for Breaking Bad Easter eggs and stuff. And we have jokes and laughs along the way. Uh, you can give us your feedback, comments to email uh, at mike at watchersonthecouch.com. Uh, visit our other our websites, watchersonthecouch.com. And onyxedgestudios.com for more information and other podcasts. So, Jimmy, what'd you think of the episode overall? Oh, wow. Thank you, Daddy. Man, you even swallowed that time, too. I did. Holy cow. I did. You, um, spoilers. The, you finally see the, the definitive Saul Goodman moment. It We've been thinking about it. Oh, is this the moment? No, this is the fucking moment. <laughs> so, this is the moment. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it took uh, an hour and twenty minutes to get there. But yeah, no, no, Jimmy, it it took a lot longer than that. Like it took the whole season. Well, I just mean some of us have other things to do with our lives than watch a show that is scheduled to end at a certain time and then you go to turn your tv off and then you're like where are the credits you look at the info oh there's another 25 minutes okay awesome cool i didn't have other shit i needed to do (laughs) so you didn't know it was going to be a longer episode no no all the season finales usually are I don't think I don't think about that kind of stuff. I just figured, hey, let's you know, let's do right by the viewers and keep this in the time allotted. That's I, right by the viewers. <laughs> no, the right by the viewers is to make it longer, longer episode. No, no, and put in way more ads, and you know, that's that's what I mean. No, because the only way you're going to notice that it's within the allotted time is whenever you watch it on whatever you stream it or you buy it on dvd or blu-ray because there's another 25 fucking minutes of fucking commercials in this essentially the episode is right at an hour it's yeah the episode is about an hour right like actual runtime of show of program content Mm -hmm. and then yeah roughly a half hour commercials or let's just i don't know let's just have somebody pay right up front this episode is brought to you commercial free by Bounty. Clean up the blood off your floor with Bounty fucking tampons. I don't give a shit. An extra 25 goddamn minutes. If I want to bitch about that, I'm going to bitch about it. And so I'm going to bitch about it. So you liked the episode, but you didn't like that it was long? That I hated. I hated. I hate commercials. I just hate them. Got you on board with hating commercials. It's about time. Mm -hmm. Welcome aboard. I guess I've never really realized it until now. (laughs) Oh, look what I did to you. (laughs) Yeah. Commercial. I hate it. I I, I can't do it. It's the first. That's why I said I always like 
Uh, I was watching Monday Night Football. Hell yeah. And I was watching Drew Brees break a record. Woohoo! Go, Drew Brees. I, was, I don't know who that is, but okay. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I always, I always wait no matter what, like at least a half hour before I start watching the episode because that'll give me enough time to fast forward. And then while the program is still running, I, I generally won't catch up. Mm-hmm. So, and I still hate fast forwarding through commercials. Like, if I could buy it immediately every night and there weren't any commercials, I would do it. I would just pay for it. That's how much I hate commercials. Kind of like Hulu, that that you have the commercial free Hulu. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I know uh, Chris, uh, uh, Chris and Debbie would talk about. Oh, then there was the commercial break when they were on Watchers doing Castle Rock, and I'm like, what commercials? <laughs> I knew where the commercial breaks went though when I, guess, when I was watching it. Well, see, I guess I never noticed it when I was watching it mm-hmm. uh, at your house. Clearly, not not on, on my television. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, hey, that's legal though. <laughs> but yeah, I. I don't know. Let me just put it this way. This was the first time all season that commercials I felt interfered with an episode. Okay. That's it. That's really what my whole gripe is. And if that's the only gripe I have about this, yeah, it's, it's a necessary evil of television, unfortunately. Someone, someone's going to get paid. I, uh, yeah, I mean, somebody has to pay for it. I definitely think it takes away uh, from the show. I think, I think the ads are too long. There's too much like self-promotion, too. And they promote the fucking Walking Dead still. I don't know when they're gonna fucking end that. I can't oh, believe they haven't already, already. They've already they've already said that uh, the for, the next ten foreseeable years is gonna have something Walking Dead. It may not be the actual show, but it will be either Fear or they're already working on another offshoot right now. It's too much. I'm no way, really. Yes, yes. I will tell I will tell you this right now. So like the next five seasons of Better Call Saul, I'm still gonna be seeing, you know, promos for some type of Walking Dead. More than likely. Okay. I can tell you this right now. Even before I knew that uh spoilers, two main people were leaving the show, I still was I I, I don't even know if I want to watch it anymore. I can't believe you're still watching it. You told me like two years ago, like, dude, you got to watch this season, man. It's totally, it's totally different. I watched like a few episodes. I'm like, no, <laughs> not happening. I think, well, and Chris, he'll, he'll, he'll be like, yeah, this is true. I've got like five, five back issues of comics to mm-hmm. read and those are monthly and the comic is way better, and I still can't bring myself to read those. So I think I think I'm just burnt out on it. Is really what it is. Yeah. I mean, it came out in two, the comic came out in 2003, so there's been some type of Walking Dead in my life since 2003. Yeah. So and and it's not even like I read them back then. I would just go into a comic shop and be like, Hey, have you seen have you have you seen the new the new uh, Walking Dead's out? And I'm like, Oh. I've, not into it oh you should be and then i once i did get into it i was just like sucking all those fat cocks i'm just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking putting two tips together and then just fucking oh that's well, yeah like, rub, running my dick between the two tips oh that's nice but yeah i think i'm just burnt out on that shit mm-hmm. so. amc is kind of like the whore you're talking about you being like keep going keeping the show going it has to it's it's it, it's cash cow i, I guess 
I mean, otherwise, obviously, it has to has to still be. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? All right, we got. Mm-hmm. We're this is not Watchers on the Couch. Let's complain about Walking Dead. It's <laughs> okay. Better Call Saul. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, so if I would have to say anything about this episode, I really like this episode. Okay, I thought it was a fantastic finale, but. Combined with this season overall, mm-hmm. I was watching them like, why the fuck couldn't more episodes this season kind of be this way? I thought it was very entertaining. It moved. Things were happening. I didn't feel that way in most of the other episodes this season. If I had to rank this season, I would rank it as four. All the all season one through three would be above mm-hmm. this season. I agree, but I, I I really did enjoy this season a lot. Um, but I definitely agree with you. Um, I think I think that it's really because the dynamic has changed a lot in this season. Mm-hmm. There had to be a turning point at some point. So if this is if this is kind of the lull of it, and now we're we're kind of on an upswing again mm-hmm. and things start going crazy and now we start seeing the asshole like that's that's really that's really the I thing really you hope gotta, so, you really man. here's the thing you got to think about too whenever better call Saul started we we talked about this way at the very beginning of this season i told you go back and rewatch breaking bad and you'll realize that Saul Goodman was really not a good character mm-hmm. he was kind of a dickhead asshole piece of shit character good character bad guy yes um, like way worse of a character than and, Jimmy McGill and all the slip and Jimmy stuff. That was, that was just child's play in comparison to yeah. what he eventually becomes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, Hey, uh, Walt and Jesse, uh, you guys should probably kill Badger, <laughs> you know, like yeah. he, you know, you say telling people to, he's, he's not to that point yet to where he's saying, uh, you should probably kill this person. So could be getting that sorry it, go no ahead. no 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 i that's exactly where i was going with this it just when it first started off it was light and fluffy and now it's starting to get down to the dark and dank yeah i just started uh like i said before uh earlier this season i started watching like uh better call Saul seasons but i was watching them backwards mm-hmm. uh just this weekend i finished like the last three episodes in season one and that really even uh made my opinion worse about this season just because i'm like these are so even good that, yeah even mm-hmm. that stuff that's kind of child's play or whatever like it's it's a lot it's just better like things are moving along and happening and it's not just a lot of quiet time with uh jimmy and kim uh you're generally not super confused about what jimmy's thinking or what kim is thinking the whole season i don't know Again, still one of the better shows on television. One of the best shows on television. I still enjoyed watching the season, but there's definitely some disappointment that I had throughout the season. I think I think that we can open the appeals court then because this review is long and I want to kind of get it out of the way before I go to <laughs> a, a pretty funny one-star review that I saw. All right. Um <coughs> The essence of total nothingness is the name of <laughs> of this one star review. All right, and like I said, folks, this gets a little winded, and my brain is not very intelligent, so I'm probably going to get stumbled up on some of these words. But here we go. 
Turns out Better Call Saul, at least concerning season four, isn't following its predecessor's footsteps. Instead, Seinfeld seems to be uh, seems to be the muse. For this season, or for this has been a season about nothing, and the finale takes that nothing and drags it into even more nothing. Having gone, ooh, having gone back to rewatch Breaking Bad and simply lip puckered, pudging, balding, crooked as hell, and hilarious Saul Goodman has almost nothing to do with this show's endearing Jimmy McGill fella. Yeah, I like that they put fella in there. <laughs> Who. With the perfect girl's perfect girl, Kim Wexler, faithfully by his side, would never, ever amount to Walter White's sociopathic lawyer, a guy who sets Walter up with master criminals raging uh, from a meth kingpin to paid assassins. On to this particular episode and what's been leading to it, the German construction worker plot involving Mike has been intriguing, I disagree, but the turnout... Uh, would end up dull and predictable. And this new character, Lalo, also provided some 11th hour potential for a few episodes back. Uh, but he too did close to nothing here, but follow someone who's following someone else. As for the central plot, Jimmy's input involving Chuck's scholarship should have been covered on the first episode right after he died. Mm. Okay. Mm. Once again, somebody else's opinion. I'm just reading it. I figure we can dissect this. Wait, wait. Say that again. They said... The central plot of this episode, like one of the main plot points of Mm -hmm. this episode, Jimmy's input involving Chuck's scholarship should have been covered on the first episode. So, like, right after he died, what this guy is saying is that they should go in and talk about, you know, something that Jimmy would have done, like going in and trying to give some kid a scholarship. No, I don't agree with this at all. Well, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. If he's talking about it, if they talked about it, because, I mean, yeah, they said Jimmy was going to have a part of that scholarship uh, and be on the board or whatever earlier this season. Uh, it, but it, if they want a scene, he wants if he wants a scene with Jimmy, like, on the board and they're trying to give a scholarship, like, that could actually, that, how how often do they give a scholarship? They do the scholarship the ship thing probably once a year. Oh, no, let's ask Ernie, because didn't he get a scholarship from them? Uh, did he? I think so. Oh, all right. Yeah, probably. Which, which is by which is why he would become one of the interns is because they paid for his schooling. So then they'll get the, they'll get their mm-hmm. money back in the back end and be like, okay, now you're gonna do some really messed up shit for no money so that we can. He yeah. definitely didn't get a scholarship to uh, singing school. No, <laughs> which we'll get into that. But uh, all right, go ahead. It's been an entire season without Chuck. We don't need to keep digging him back up. Meanwhile, Jimmy's uh, con game doesn't even seem like cons at all. In fake mellow, uh, in faking melodramatic response, it's somewhat unclear what he's after in the first place. In order to get this series to continue with Breaking Bad without pulling a George Lucas prequel catastrophe, it is it needs to get rid of Kim Wexler altogether, or at least put her totally against Jimmy, or rather Saul Goodman, and stop having them wasting time with 10-minute pillow talk conversations and brushing each other's teeth during uh, cheerful mornings of pure bliss. Okay, we get it. They love each other. Is that it? Uh, But Saul is a guy who lusted grossly over this... Oh, uh, but Saul was a guy who lusted grossly over his overweight secretary, talked about getting happy endings from massage therapists, repeatedly urged Walter White to kill off anyone that got in their way. 
had been married twice and come on, let's get real for now on the next, the next season, stop making Bob Odenkirk a leading man. This character not only needs to start getting badder, and I put that in quotes, um, but he must, and that was in caps, become a disgusting, insincere boob who is embarrassing to hit, uh, to be around. That's the Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad. Okay. What what did he mean by the uh, Seinfeld comment? This show is about, because Seinfeld was a show about nothing, so this has taken a cue from Seinfeld, and this season has been a show about nothing. Okay. That's what he was saying about the Seinfeld thing. Well, I don't agree with that. I... I think some of this season, like, could have had more to it. That's why I was saying, like, I wish I really enjoyed the season finale. I wish it was more like an episode seven or something. Mm-hmm. And then we had a few more episodes after that. I don't know. Did you like, you, I mean, you listen to the Insider podcast, correct? Yeah. But okay. One of the things that they said was very passively is that. Uh, <laughs> As they were as they were writing this, they were like, "Fuck! I wish we could add an extra like two episodes to the season." And in my head, because I'm listening to it, and I'm like, "Then why didn't you drop? Why didn't you? You motherfucker! You could have! Yeah, why didn't you drop some stuff that just slowed the series down, <clears throat> Germans, and and write yes. in some other stuff now." Mind you, I under it, it makes sense now because what they what they did essentially was they. This they showed this was, this was Mike's very first, like, just kill, flat out murder. Whenever he killed the cops, when he was a cop, that was a revenge thing. So right. this is he did it because he's hired to do a job. Right. So this was this was his Breaking Bad moment essentially. But if he was working with Gus and he didn't expect not to have to kill anybody, I, I think that's ridiculous. I agree, but I, I but see, I'm also getting to the point where I feel like. It was completely unnecessary to do this whole German storyline to right. show his turning point. Mm-hmm. That that was unnecessary. See, and, and if yeah, it, exactly. Like his turning point, I think it's ridiculous. Like that, uh, that I had to go on for so long with the German thing to like mm-hmm. just get Mike to one little turning point. Like doesn't really make sense to me because I already feel that Mike is willing to do that. Yeah, Mike's been there for a long time. In my opinion. Yeah, because he wants to take care of Kaylee. Still feels guilty about Maddie. Like, he feels that he has nothing in his life. So, I I feel right. he'll, right. you know. I agree. And I'll take care of bad guys, I guess. Maybe the only thing there was, oh, he thinks Werner's a good guy. Which, we can get that later. But, uh. I do, that- think, I do think he nailed it on the head, though, with this. You know, I don't think, I don't think, um. I think it's a little harsh that he calls my Francesca his overweight secretary. Watch, <laughs> watch your tone, sirs. As a matter of fact, I'm going to call you out. Yeah, Mr. she's curvy. Mr. Jim Mullen, the Tate, a.k.a. the face maker. I don't like you for calling my, my girl overweight. Watch your tone, sir. <laughs> um, but I, I, th- this, this, right here is, this right here is perfect. He, he does sum it up well, and I think it's coming. Especially, obviously, you know, after the very last scene, I think that we are going to start seeing him, you know, start lusting over his grossly overweight secretary and talking about getting happy endings from massage therapists, you know, repeatedly urging people to kill people and and apparently has been married twice. So Mm -hmm. 
maybe maybe this is where we're going to really start seeing cuz this is the Saul moment that we've all been waiting for anyway. So I I really do <laughs> uh I I just Yeah, I know Jimmy was married once and that's before even Better Call Saul, right? I think so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, cuz I think in season 1 he says something about being married or something. Mhm. His first wife or something he mentions. Um, I just love, the, 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 he must become a disgusting, insincere boob <laughs> who's embarrassing <laughs> to be around. I love that. I do, and I, I really do think I, that I think he kind of already is a lot of times. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times he's there uh, as an embarrassing boob. Mm, boob. Boobs. <laughs> we, we are fans of those. Uh, and then here's the last one. Um and then we'll close out the appeals court to f- till to mm. till 2024. Well, hold on. Uh just a couple points. Lalo, okay. I like that Alo was Alo. Alo. Racist yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> I like that Lalo was added to this. I I I wish he would had more involvement. I wish he was added earlier. I, I wish he was added earlier too, but it, I think they really I think they did it right. I think I they did a good job in this episode. I really enjoyed how it went about in this episode, how he would get did get tied into you it. You noticed who, it worked for you me. You noticed who wasn't in this episode at all, right? Nacho, Nacho, mm-hmm. not yep. Nacho Libre, yep. but Nacho episode. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and then talking about oh, stop digging up Chuck. I don't. I don't think they're going. I don't think they're bringing back Chuck too many times. Mm-mm. I think they're doing it. Um. I what? think they're doing it very well. They've it's very did, purposeful. They and only it, did it twice. Very right? meaningful to see. They only did it yeah. twice. Besides, uh, besides the teaser, you know, the very first scene, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know how much I got of that. I mean, I guess, you know, his singing and the song they were singing, uh, all right, but. I mean, you could have it cut was, that out and it would have been fine. It was cool when they talked about it in the Insider Podcast. They were like, you realize you got the lead singer of Spinal Tap to sing on your yeah. show. That was pretty cool. Yeah. It just <laughs> seemed like one of those things that they did to kind of just ask but their like, own D and but, have yeah, fun. Yeah, but like true but like true Jimmy, well, not even Jimmy, like Bob Odenkirk. He's sitting there singing like off key just enough to where it actually kind of sounds good. They said that's that's how he sings, but. I don't know, but he's he's done it in other shows. Bob and uh, mm-hmm. with uh, who was it? Uh, David and Bob, the show that was on mm-hmm. Netflix. They they sang in that Mr. Show. They sang in that. I would assume he can sing better than that, but I wouldn't doubt if he can't sing much better. I I really do. Th- I just think that's part of his comedy is that yeah. he because that's the that's the thing when you're trying to sing. Off, it's hard. Do you think Ernie? can sing and he was just doing the same thing do you want me to play the race card and say that yes he can <laughs> um he's, he's a he's soulful doing he's a soulful black man he's doing an urkel <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um i i bet i bet you can and that's what i'm saying like for me up, kids for me yeah oh, i didn't even think about that uh, <laughs> um but for me to sit there and clap in a in a four four it's like it's hard for me to kind of try and mess that up which is why odd time signatures were always kind of a weird thing because you're doing it purposely, but you're doing it to a time signature. If you're able to make it sound somewhat good, but you're doing it on purpose, that's an art. So, well, good job, Ernie. R.I.P. 
<laughs> um, okay, and then the last thing. I, I just had to bring this up. I think you'll get a kick out of this. All right. Uh, here's a one out of ten star review from um, from Ray, a.k.a. Post Anna. Okay. Fantastic. Better Call Saul BSC or BCS offshoot. And I want to bury the lead. Better Call Saul has all the elements of a fan show. It's not a real prequel for Breaking Bad since it has hardly anything in common with the series. Better Call Saul has no exciting storyline. Its goal seems to be boring. The characters lead boring average lives. The only excitement seems to come from the sparse elements of crime. In this Better Call Saul has truly succeeded as it is to point out the contrast between boring everyday dull life and exciting crime. I doubt, however... I doubt, however, its fans of the show care anything about this. Like many fans, they swallow everything up with criticism. All the gravy. For them, I can see a beautiful Better Call Saul offshoot, a series only about side character Huel, lying each episode on the couch watching TV and falling asleep <laughs> at, the end of, uh, at the end in total boredom, and the fans would still love it because they are fans. Um, okay. I would agree only slightly <laughs> for certain fans, for sure. I mean, there are fans that are going to just love it no matter what. Hell, you get on Reddit, and if you have any criticism about it, you know, they don't vote you, and I don't know. And if you look, dude, there's so many posts, like, on this show to mm -hmm. where people are like, I just want to give a shout-out to this, this is the best show ever. I just want to give a shout-out to Bob... Odenkirk's acting of doing it like and it's simple shit too like how oh I it's amazing how Guts can just turn from being all nice and then giving Nacho a look I'm like how the fuck hard is that like it anybody was, in their life can do that it was so good to see him bring up his mentioning of perhaps again I loved it so much perhaps he could put it in more episodes or even perhaps use it when they don't put the word perhaps in the sentence right perhaps perhaps <laughs> uh, perhaps there are just some fans who will love anything so yeah, there, there's definitely fans that will love anything but I don't know there's still people who are critical of the show and the show's good enough to where I don't think there's that many criticisms. Like, even my criticisms, I mean, like I always said, there's no way I could even come close to writing a show like this, producing, directing, acting, none of it. Like, any show I'd try to do, it'd be dog shit. So, but. I, I disagree. I mean, as a fan I'm and as a podcaster, I'm going to talk about it and I'm not just going to be like, you the best thing ever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's some podcasts that kind of just do that. And I'm like, okay. Now listen to you. I, can I can understand. tell you're being fake about this and not being real. You're kind of on your network. Well, I can I can totally sit there and and under or see sitting back and listening to these not just because we need the listens, but because I want to hear how stupid I sound. Let's just put it that way. I definitely suck the dick of this show way too much. And it sounds like I'm being paid to do it. <laughs> I rarely ever criticize it. No, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. We still call out stuff that's kinda silly or you know, so But 
I and if not, whatever. I'll do it then. <laughs> then you be that guy. And it's, I'll be the guy sad. I usually am it's sad, man. on podcast. It's like some people only do stuff because they're paid to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Have to Send get, us money. <laughs> have to get that out of the way. Sorry about the mic noise, folks. Anyway. All right. Um, that is the final appeals uh, court. That is the final one. I'm going to go ahead and say sustained on that. Okay. Um, yep. And uh, we're going to go ahead and throw this one to the jury. So and you can appeal in another year. Yes. <laughs> Just or, like Jimmy McGill. Or 2024, whenever they decide to release the next season. Right. Because I have a feeling it's not going to be out next fall. Probably not. It'll probably be out in spring of uh, 2020. Oh, God. I think I think half the reason that this one took so long is because they had some actors that got hurt and they had to wait. Yeah, they said that Gus got hurt or something, but and I think yeah. So what? Whatever you know that they had to they they had to wait the full five to six weeks, so that pushes off your entire schedule, Mm -hmm. especially when you have to do reshoots and stuff. So maybe let's just hope that they're they're probably already doing table reads for this next Mm -hmm. season right now. Anyway, so let's hope. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I don't need a. I don't, and I don't even watch Game Game of Thrones, but I don't need a Game of Thrones bullshit. Wait, have two and a half fucking years before the final season comes out. That's only Breaking Bad season five point two. So, mm, nope. You haven't even watched it. I'm still gonna talk shit on it because I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's America right there. You're missing out. I told you I'm going to watch This final it. season of Game of Thrones is going to be amazing. I told you I'm going to fucking watch it. That's why it. it's taking so long. I told you I'm going to fucking watch it. Mm. And then you're going to bitch about it and be like, <laughs> it wasn't really that fucking good. It's just uh, dicks and dragons. <laughs> I like both of those things, though. <laughs> no, it's tits and dragons. Oh, well, then I really that's don't want to uh, watch this shit. That's what the, uh, who's the main, who's that main character on uh, Westwood? The wood, uh, some wood show on Deadwood. Ah, yeah. That guy, he was in, uh... The guy that died? He died? The main guy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. I don't think so. Swear Engine? I'm pretty sure he's dead. I don't know. I don't think that's his name. Well, that was his name. Maybe he's not the the main character, though. In the main character. It's been a long time since I saw it, and I... Swear Engine! Cocksucker! (laughs) Woo! Who is the cocksucker? Show me the cocksucker. He was in American Gods. Didn't watch that bullshit show. Doesn't matter. I got got halfway through that book and was like, this is fucking boring. He called it Tits and Dragons. Well, he fucking basically did a spoiler. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, why are people upset? It's just Tits and Dragons. Like, (laughs) (laughs) kind of have a point, but you're still kind of a douche. Like, I don't know. Anyway. All right. Let's let's all right. Let's let's move on to this fucking. Where shall we start? I just, let's just run I, down. Let's run down from the beginning. I'd end. rather not go scene by scene, and okay. I'd rather just go either Jimmy and Kim or the German stuff. Which I'm saying, let's go the German stuff first. Okay, I like that. Let's knock the let's knock the Germans out. Good. Let's knock that fucking dumb shit out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts off with, and I have to point this out, um, super badass Ford Lightning in the background. Oh, was there? <laughs> yeah. One of, one, of the, one of the henchmen that Mike employs mm-hmm. has a fucking 
<laughs> as a Ford Lightning. I just thought that was hilarious. But was it? It wasn't Andre though. Oh, for, I don't know. Yeah, because in the cap in the captions <laughs> in the closed <laughs> captions, Andre is the guy that has to lock down the uh, facility. He gets to stay in lockdown facility. Good job, Andre. Don't fuck that one up, bro. Hopefully, you guys fix them locks and stuff. <laughs> He's oh god! He's sitting there standing at a doorway with a fucking machine gun in one hand and then a slingshot in the other, and he's like, "Don't make me use either one of these motherfuckers." Yeah. Do any of those other guys speak English? I don't think they do. The do Germans? They? Yeah, I, I don't think so. Uh, well, um, Kai kind of does, and they don't have Google Translate. <laughs> no. Mm. That's gonna be a rough one. No, it was two thousand four. Find another German guy. So, uh, yeah. So Mike's talking to the guys about Werner. Andre keeps him on lockdown. Mike gets tries to get a location of the wire transfer. Mm-hmm. Pretty smart, and they just give it to him, which makes makes sense, I think. And then, I think after that, so we see Lalo at the chicken farm. Mm-hmm. He's watching those people scramble around. He's like, well, I'm going to find out what's going on here. Which tiny, what's going on here? Which tiny hmm. little thing. Uh, they talked about it in the Insider Podcast that uh, that chicken farm is no longer around. Mm-hmm. So that's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah. After like uh, season four of Breaking Bad, I think, mm-hmm. it got torn down. So, yeah, there's another little uh, fun fact for you. Don't they just put that right in? They just slipped it in. Slip it in, Jimmy. Ha <laughs> ha! Terrible. Oh, I don't think Jimmy after this episode, Jimmy McGill, I don't think he's going to be slipping it in anymore to Kim. No, no, that's definitely not happening. Yeah. No, no, not even a little bit. Slip it in, Jimmy. Push and rope, Jimmy. That's what's going to happen. Too many but he's, but he's just going to he's just going to jerk his limp dick off because that's what pushing rope means. I guess. <laughs> no, that's where you try to push in. Oh, a limp cleaner one. Yeah. I guess push I guess pulling rope would be fucking would be jerking. That, yeah, off. that'd be pulling rope. Yeah, that's good, what good, that, good that, distinction. That's I what like I, that. That's what I do. <laughs> I just pull rope, and that's what you get from watchers on the couch. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Tell your girlfriend <laughs> or wife or me just, or boyfriend. Or, I would say or, yeah, yeah, you know we don't judge. Toaster oven. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit. Jimmy, I mean, he looks two dicks at the same time, so. And I like pu- and I push them together, like I said before, and then try and lick the cream out in between, like a salmon. Yeah, know. he docks them and then try to get mm. gets in between them. Mm. Yeah, tries to get between the airlock. <laughs> push it out the airlock. Okay, so <laughs> here's my question for you: Do you think it's plausible that he would be able to get that kind of information and gain access to the back of the little check into cash or? Western Mutual or whatever. Yeah, it's called a uh, travel wire. There you go. Okay. Yeah, and I think um, I think Fred probably would have done it. His name was Fred, and he was a ginger. Do you think? And it, I'm pretty fucking offended as a fellow ginger that they made another ginger look dumb. I think it's ridiculous. They made you know oh what all gingers are just like you know dumb and pussies and like uh, I thought that was common stupid mustaches but... and. Can barely grow them, and you can grow a mustache just fine. You no, just not, not you just, really. You just no, can't, can't grow the rest of it. Like, <laughs> you, you suffer the same thing that I do. The mustache and the and the chin they don't grow together. So, <laughs> yep. 
Although you would look really fucking dumb with facial hair. Okay. I'm just going to throw that out. You should also shave your head. Uh, okay. And just have a mustache. I'm thinking about growing it out. Chris Nay style. Fellow ginger. Anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing, you know, trying to live the dream and not give it up. Not give up the rock star style, just like Jimmy McGill. Chris Nay is going to have to start doing comb over. All right. I'm not making ball jokes about Chris anymore. That's stupid. Yeah, you're going to have to cut that out. I'm not cutting it out, Chris. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I think I think uh, you think Mike could, why couldn't he could get I, in the pants of that ginger? Yeah. Okay. I think it worked. Would you have let him in? Uh, yeah, but it's also because if I worked there, I wouldn't give a shit, and I would hate my job. So <laughs> yeah, he seems sincere enough. That's really what I was getting at. I right. was just trying to make a joke, and it was awful, and it didn't go over watchersonthecouch.com. And it show it shows later. So, yeah, um, yeah, Mike did a great job. Let's see. Uh, Gus looks at. Yeah. Okay. So then right after that, Gus shows up and Gus is looking at the plans or what Werner left and left a little note in the plans and stuff. Uh, Mike says it's about Werner's wife and that's it. He just wants to go see his wife for a little bit. Um, then Gus says he knows where Warner's wife is going. So, which I wouldn't expect any less that they would have tabs on their family, which again, still think it's fucked up that they get to call anybody, you know, about their wife and family or all that stuff. It's, it's a, perhaps it's a mistake that will never be made again. Yeah. I, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming Gus knows that. And that that was allowed? If not, yeah, that's a real fucking mistake on Mike's part. Mm-hmm. But I think Gus would know that. Um, and, and Mike Mike is saying, like, hey, it's my fault. I'll bring him in. You know, it's his mistake. Eh, maybe a little bit. Mike's biggest mistake was letting them go out into Albuquerque for some R&R. They didn't even know what city they were in. You know how much information... Werner could have got. Oh yeah, that's where he just, Mike fucked just from, up. Just from the is address, of, leaving him alone. Just from the address alone of the strip club or even the bar that they went because the menus probably got their address on right. the, on the yeah. yep. So yeah, that was fucking ridiculous, and I think it's ridiculous that they wrote Mike to do that. It doesn't seem like a Mike type of thing, but maybe that was a previous Mike type of thing. But any other yeah. stuff in the first three seasons of this doesn't seem like a Mike thing. Like, he'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll let you guys go out. This nice German guy convinced me. I I think I think that he was able to talk to Gus, essentially, and be like, look. So you think Gus knew about letting them out? Yes. Well, then Gus is, mm, then Gus is retarded, too. He would have to. You, that's not something that you're going to get by. I mean, you're not going to be able to, to sneak that past Gus. That's just my personal opinion, and I could be wrong, and that's fine. I I take – that's fine. But I just think that he absolutely had to – and I think that's why the at the conclusion of this story, that's why he manned up and said, you know, I'll, I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. This is my fuck up. 
I'll do it just to show you how loyal I am. Yeah. I think that's why. Maybe I'm reading into it too much. Who knows? But, you know, he knew he knew there was no other outcome. So why would why would he prolong it? Just get it over with right now. Mm-hmm. I'll just do it for you. And that's. But he he was just wanting, Mike's just wanting to bring Werner in. He knows that Gus is going to kill them both and wants to kill them both. Mike's like, I'd go another way. Like, okay, well, okay. how many? Okay, but how many times? How many times? Like, seriously, how many times did Mike have during this episode alone? Probably at least two or three times because it was daytime when he picked him up from the hotel, and it was fucking nighttime by the time he got him out to the ball field or racetrack or wherever the fuck they were at. To be like, old Mike would have been like, now here's what you do. You get out of the car right now and you run. I tell him that I did it and that I buried your body. He's going to check, but you're going to be gone. No, because the reason he didn't do that is because he knew that it didn't matter. If he if he was found out and Gus is smart enough to be like. Mike couldn't take that risk. No. And like Mike always says, you're paid for a job, you do it. Mm -hmm. Just like when Jimmy is like, why the fuck didn't we take that $1.6 million? It's like, it's paid for a job. That's what I did. Hey, we figured out, though. We figured out how how this super lab was was, uh, only $8 million. They don't got to pay this dude now. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, Well, it seems like he has the money already. Yeah. Well, it, I don't know how they pay him. Not if to they mention, pay him every week. <laughs> like, hey, can we start getting paid weekly instead of biweekly? It really helps me out. At you know, I pay less taxes that yeah. way, <laughs> and I actually get fifty-two paychecks a week or a year instead of missing two. Yeah, being paid biweekly is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but regarding the same money, no, it's not. You get you lose money right. getting paid biweekly. But anyway, um. It, it it doesn't matter because he's already said we're gonna we're gonna tell her it was an accident and you didn't make it so they're gonna that, no. so they're gonna send her money for you know compensation. No, this is the, I had a question about this. So yeah, before Mike kills Werner, mm-hmm. he's like, there'll be a story. There'll be lawyers, German lawyers. They're gonna be they're gonna be told they're gonna be told the story yep. and they're gonna believe it and they're gonna go home. And then Mike also says he's like, well, Warner's like, what about my guys? Like, they're going home. to go home. I think Mike is full of shit. I think he's telling them a lot. Oh, see, I really do. I think they're gone. I think they're done. I think they're done. I think they're all gonna die. And I don't think they're gonna know why they're being sent home, but they're gonna be fucking sent home. They're going to be happy about it. Hey, I mean, Mike does know how to do concrete work, so he could finish doing the concrete work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why you. That's why we never saw where the elevator shaft was because he wrote Mikey a million and a half fucking times on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn it, <laughs> Mike! Knock it off, Mike! <laughs> Every time someone trawls it back out, he just sneaks back over there, <laughs> Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> shoveling up. Oh, sorry. Goes on the floor. Um, we'll just cover that up with the big tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get Gail in here. Gail, what can go right here? Oh, I can put a big tank right there. Gail seemed kind of pointless to be there. Like in my second watch, it was really like 
that doesn't seem it seems I, pointless for Gus to bring him in there now. I understand. I understand why. I understand why. I think they just to be like, hey, it's Gail. Look, he has the same notebook. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. The Garth Brooks light, uh, lightning. Is it a Garth Brooks? No, I just, I'll just call it the Garth Brooks notepad. I wish it was. <laughs> Title of the episode, Garth Brooks notepad. Yeah. Uh, that's probably not, folks. It's probably going to be something that Mike picks because he's got top bill. So, uh, Bo Cephas. Yeah. Um, I actually or whatever don't... Garth Brooks' uh, other name was for a while. Oh, God. You just put me on the spot, and I- I'm going to get... I... Yeah. yeah. That... What a fucking weirdo. <laughs> so... Uh, I I don't think that it was pointless. I think I think what happened is is that yes, the time frame has changed. They they're clearly weeks behind. So Gail came down there and was like, "Yeah, this is adequate for a cook. I can start." And he's just like, "No, you're not." I think Gail thought that he was going there to be like, "Okay, can I use this space?" Okay, well, I just got to get ventilation going through here, but we can do it. But really, it was more about Gus getting him there and being like, will this space work? Is this big enough? Mm. It all happened off camera, so I'm just speculating. Because by the time we show up there, Gail's just fucking doing the river dance and fucking twiddling himself. Just, oh my God, this is so exciting. No, 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 no. No. Yes. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. So you're saying that space was supposed to be a lot bigger? Well, and now maybe it won't be. So he's like, hey, is this good enough? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. That's my That'll thought. That'll make sense. That's though. my thought process. Like I said, I could be wrong. That's just my drunken theory that I think it was supposed to be a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. But because they're going to send all the Germans okay. home, they're just going to just fucking go with it. That makes sense. Then. I'll go with that. That's just what I think. But I know like, that works for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Plenty of sense. Look at me. Why am I apologizing about a theory? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I'm sorry for talking. <laughs> I'll be quiet on the podcast now. <laughs> uh, I talk too much anyway, so. No, you don't. You need to talk more. Okay. Yeah. Jimmy and Kim should have talked more this whole fucking season, but you know, whatever. We'll get with it. All right. Let's, uh, we, we skipped out a lot of stuff on this. Um, yeah, Lalo's following Mike, mm-hmm. and then he has a little convenient scene where he finds a little pay parking lot. Seems a little convenient. He just finds his pay parking lot. You you listened to the Insider Podcast. You know exactly what it was. I did? You didn't hear what they said in that? Well, yeah, I did listen to the entire podcast, but I, I, I don't remember them talking about oh, it. Oh, yeah, he said... Like I said, I was listening to it pretty passively, and there's okay. a lot of stuff well, that... Well, the, the, reason, the reason they said that it was that it, that was picked was because Mike is trying to... Fi- he knows he's being followed, mm-hmm. and he knows he's being followed by a cartel member, so he's trying to find the least violent, you know, easiest solution, yeah. and he was a parking he was a parking attendant forever, so he knows that... No, I'm just saying for him to find it. I like, know, you know. I, I agree. I'm just being an ass right now. Oh, like, okay. I'm not being serious. Okay, I'm sorry. Little convenient. Completely unwatchable. <laughs> There's no such thing as paid parking places around. No. And he actually, you know, to be honest, he actually probably would know of other places just because, you know, 
The, them parking attendants, they stay tight together. Yeah. yeah, they hang. There's a parking attendant's bar, you know, just like there's a cop <laughs> bar. <and> like, <laughs> parking attendants only. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks, but this, what are you doing in here? You have your stamps. <laughs> You're not validated to come in here. Oh, God. I'll take a double validation <laughs> on the rocks. <laughs> And keep them coming. Le- yeah. Leave the bottle. <laughs> leave the bottle of validation. <laughs> so stupid. Um, I thought it was a good little trick, though, with the gum. Yeah. Thought he was reaching for the gun. When he was reaching for the gum. Gun. Gun. I've gun. Re- I, was, I was annoyed gum. by his chewing. I just Tam. To, I, I'm, you're rubbing off on me because I was annoyed by his gum chewing. Yeah. Your misophonia. No. Misophonia. Yeah. I don't have that. But Did it, you look on your 23 and me? Uh, yeah, I don't have it. No, you didn't. Look I don't have it. Uh, I can't believe we didn't bring that up until this point. Yeah, we were supposed to. Oh, but we never did. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I don't have it. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I was happy with that because it was, like I said, I'll give the old Mythbusters plausible. Mm. Um, I could actually, oh, yeah, yeah. I could see mm-hmm. somebody doing I thought it. I was a cute little idea except for except for when lalo gets pissed off and he fucking rams that guy into the street and then he whips out onto the street yeah and there's nothing wrong with his car yeah you would i don't think there was that much wrong with his car while he was ramming him though that's that's what i'm saying the the guy's car the bumper was was ripped off and and his airbags were deployed and the guy had seven degree whiplash and and he just spilled his drink yeah and he and he just pulls out and he's just like how do they say? How do they say? Damn it in Mexican. Damn it. There you go. I figured oh, it out. Yeah. And he just pulls up to the Ignacio. <laughs> <laughs> but was that the last time that we saw Lalo? No, it was not. Definitely was not. No, it was not. I yes, because we see Spider Lalo. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I find this to be insanely ridiculous. But the, and I did not like this scene whatsoever. But. Once they said on the Insider podcast that they got this, they got this, uh, this idea from a real true story. Well, mm, okay, it happened, so you can't say. I'd like to see the actual video footage because see how different it was. Um, electrician didn't lock commercial work. Yeah, I fucked up uh, grid before. It's really easy to screw it up. You know, a drop ceiling. Mm-hmm. We call it grid. <laughs> it's it, it's so weak so all right it's plausible that he could climb up there but the, it looked like uh, the sounds were footsteps <laughs> like he was walking across it there so they added like sound effects that were like kind of footsteps stupid cowboy boots maybe i don't know because sure you could probably get in the purlin and uh climb across and drop down as long as you're not trying to walk on the drop something because as soon as you fucking <laughs> touch the damn thing you sneeze on it yeah. they just explode well if anybody has a drop ceiling in your basement or like it, it they're it's insanely weak they're held up by a little pencil rod and mm-hmm. yeah but um and how did he jump up there there's no ladder that's one of the biggest problems I had. And like, so he picked, he also picked the right 
uh, I was going to look it up, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So maybe maybe there was a chair there, and he just has really, really good jumping abilities. He's got a and really, really good ways. Uh, he's very, very stealthy. Very, very sneaky, sir. Because <laughs> if there was enough room for him to, let's say, only use his arms to climb around there, and I'm picking this apart fucking hard. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that he wouldn't be able to jump up and reach the purlin. The purlin is what everything supports. It's the purlin is the roof trusses. So to be able to grab the roof trusses, you wouldn't be able to reach it. Maybe had like a, you know, a battering rope on it. Like maybe had a completely unwatchable. It was really fucking weird. <laughs> It was really you're, weird. You're just butthurt about this because he killed the ginger. That's all this fucking comes down to. Yep. That's all it comes down to. Killed the ginger and they portrayed the ginger as racist. So he'll let the white guy get information. But oh, this kind of foreign looking feller comes around. But aren't you people racist? No. We know what it's like to be oppressed. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Ever since we're little, little kids. Oh, yeah. That's the first thing kids go to. Yeah, while you're sitting trying there. to make fun of you, while pale and have red there. hair. Yeah, I know it's it's tough. It's tough. And I'm like, yeah, it's tough. I'll beat you up. It's tough being picked on at school and then having to go home to your two thousand square foot house with your family that's still together and dinner being cooked. It's it's awful. And I sh- mean, if you want to call it together, I mean, and, and, you sho- know. and shoes on your feet, okay, and a backpack filled yeah. filled with loose leaf paper and three ring binders. Yeah, that's called ginger privilege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're three older gingers, except for one who's adopted and has blonde hair, beats you up all the time. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. All your other milkman, all my milkman brothers. <laughs> Called you a gay slur your whole life. <laughs> Just beat you. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't want to say it because I'm woke and I'm not like you. I don't say the fag word mm-hmm. like you do. Fag. Yeah, see, I don't use that word. I meant cigarette. <laughs> Because I'm thinking of having a cigarette. Or a bundle of sticks. Yeah, exactly. Burdensome. It's a bundle of sticks is burdensome. <laughs> that's why it's called that. Hmm. That's what... It, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you think uh, Fred's dead? Oh, yeah. I think he may, maybe he's just taking a nap. So, he just gave him the old chloroform? Yeah. Okay. Maybe he had a panic attack and like passed out. Maybe this. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's 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 on the phone, right? He turns around, he's on the phone, and then he's like, "What? The, oh, I don't see any. Where, where did he go? I didn't hear. The, I didn't hear the doorbell go off." And then someone drops from the ceiling. Ah, Lalo man. <laughs> ah! <laughs> he just faints. In bed. <laughs> <laughs> Slade. I'm saying he's dead. Slade. He dead. He dead. He dead. Slay. He dead. Sorry, that's from a <laughs> Teen Titans movie. <laughs> Slade. No, dude, he could just be knocked out. Lalo could have gave him a Lalo punch. A one-two Lalo? Yeah. Uh, Lalo Allo. <laughs> Lalo Lalo. <laughs> Eduardo Allo Lalo. What was it? What was it? It's not... Anyway, I was going to make a Mork and Mindy reference, but I was going to go Lalu Lalu instead of Nanu Nanu, but it didn't. Uh, Lilu. 
Lanu and Stitch. Lalo and Stitch. Yeah. Okay. Multipass. Lilu. <laughs> Who's a, a fifth element? Is her name like Lilu? Oh, fuck. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in so long. All right. Well, whatever. Mike, okay. Mike put his multipass, his gum multipass. And... <laughs> so. Good job. Um, we get to. We get to the. <laughs> I'll never understand what it is with this show and like tropical drinks around the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's still pretty much just beer for me. Th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like when, although just so everyone's very aware, I I try to stay out of the sun as much as possible. Keep my shirt on as much as possible and wear as much black as possible because it's slimming uh, indoors is you can draw the shade so people can't see you. And outside is where people are, so I try and stay away from that at all costs. So pools are not my thing. But why do why does everybody that goes to a pool in this damn show or the spinoff always have to have some fruity cocktail? This one looked like a mojito. And like, do Germans even know what mojitos are? <laughs> <laughs> this German doesn't know fucking anything. <laughs> like, he's just fucking chilling. <laughs> And just chilling because out. He no le- big deal that in, I left. In his mind. Of course it's going to be fine. He legitimately thought, oh, this is okay. It's not a big deal. I'm just going to come back and finish the work. He really did. He thought that that what he was doing was absolutely normal, which. This is the dumbest fucking person on the planet. <laughs> All right. I wish I wish I put a bullet in his head. <laughs> Damn. I wish Mike shot him more times after he was dead. I wish there I was there to smash his head in with a shovel. Oh my god. I want to fucking shoot his wife in the face <laughs> for marrying somebody so fucking stupid. Damn. Hey, by the way, the movie before this was Shooter. So <laughs> as soon as you said I wish they would put more bullets in him, I just thought of the Kate Mara's character and she's just like, "Ah!" unloading on a guy that's just been shot in the fucking dick. Yeah. I put a bullet in him. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I'll put a bullet in him. Who wants to get a cheeseburger? Gus, whatever you want me to do, all right? I'll put a bullet in his mother. I'm from the town. I'm yeah. a I'm a townie. That, I have the worst Boston accent, by the way. Yeah, it's the trees. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, I got a transformer. <laughs> he's called Bumblebee, but he's a but he's uh but he's uh what what is he in the he's a uh, he was called Rumblebee, but they called him Bumblebee. I don't remember. What the fuck does it matter? Those movies fucking sucked. What? Just move on. All right. <laughs> My mind's in a million and a half places. Werner, yeah, Werner's not. just chilling. Lalo calls. Again, showing more stupidity. Lalo's just, oh, yeah, I'll just tell this guy on the phone a bunch of shit. Like, so Lalo gets more oh, information. No. So Lalo's going to be inspecting oh, no. more of that next season. Oh, no. Um, Mike is, Mike is not here right now. Um, could you please just tell me and I tell him, thank you, sir. <laughs> mucho, mucho gracias. Oh, let me tell you about the whole operation. Random person on the phone. Yeah. So here's what you're going to do is you're going to take the C9 girder. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Well, first you have to write your name in the concrete. <laughs> Don't forget that. that's a real important step, all and, right? And you got to do it shovel style. You can't do it. You can't do it curse if they don't teach kids that in the year 2017. That's right. We do it straight, all right? All right. We don't mess around on all that gay shit. <laughs> all frilly like, all right? Do no loop de loops and shit. 
Make sure when fucking we- type that shit out. <laughs> Fuck, I use T nine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't use that shit. <laughs> Too complicated but for yeah, me. He fucking he tells him he starts spilling his beans, and then Mike comes up and he's like. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, Mike, how's it going, S.A.? Let me see the phone. <laughs> Mike's like, doesn't say a word. But you but you can see him visually be like, who the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And, that's when, and that's whenever, Lalo is like, I'm just singing the whole episode. Because <laughs> I'm la, la, lo, la, 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 lo. Yeah. Mike? It's Lalo Land. Mike. I win a Grammy or whatever. <laughs> Lalo Land. Mike, is is this Mike? Are you on the other line? <laughs> He's a motherfucker. Click. Get in the car now. Mike, don't say an or no, he says, I don't want to hear another word out of your mouth. Not even a German word. Cause I won't understand it. But my Marguerite. My Marguerite. <laughs> Werner and Werner has fucking different clothes on, so he bought clothes. I didn't even think about that till just now. He's a fucking stupid like Hawaiian type. I was gonna say Jimmy Buffing. Jimmy, (laughs) you know what he did? He went to CVS and just bought a two dollar shirt because I've done that in Chicago before. Uh, We went up to Chicago for a birthday with a friend, Mm -hmm. and I had no clothes whatsoever. And we literally, it was, it wasn't a CVS, but it was a Walgreens, but went into the corner store and I saw a tourist floral fucking Jimmy Buffett Hawaiian shirt and it was $2. I'm like, no wonder people buy these things because they run out of fucking clothes and it's $2 and you don't give a shit. So guess what I wore? The $2 5XL fucking Jimmy Buffett shirt around the streets of Chicago. Goddamn hippies. (laughs) It was awesome. Change your fucking shirt because I don't want to kill you in that. Really shitty shirt. Uh, and he was already suntan too. He well, he was burnt already. <laughs> I didn't notice yeah. that. Was he? T- yeah, he was he, a little more he, tan. Huh? Yeah, he, well, he was burnt. He wasn't tan. He was definitely red. Wow. Hey, well, I mean, I guess not being in the sun for ten, ten months. months. Yeah. Then, uh, okay, maybe. Yeah, I would. Because yeah, I'm, I mean, well, yeah, for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You just go outside. Pale and ju- ginger skin. <laughs> you just go outside to get the mail, and you got a fucking SPF up. Yeah, I use one of those little like, uh, you know, like back in like Western times that the ladies would use a little like kind of lace uh, umbrella. Yeah, I use one of those all the time. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so they get in the vehicle, and they drive off, and they go to some place in the dirt, middle of nowhere, and. How do you feel about if if you're not married, neither am I, but what if what if you were doing something like that and you were telling your daughter off, telling her to, you know, get the fuck back on the plane. I'm not even in New Mexico. Leave. And you know that's the last thing you're ever gonna say to her. Like how much would that suck? No, they yeah, that would suck. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of try to parallel what Walt, Walt calling uh, Skyler, slightly. It's definitely a lot different, that's, but because that's his Marguerite. Yeah, well, fuck her. I, she, there's she, there's no way she's living. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But you know, whatever. Mike still tries to talk Gus out of it. 
You know, like I'd go another way. Yeah, I heard you. All right. Perhaps you should shut the fuck up and put a <laughs> bullet in his head, dude. While they're on the while he was or Mike was on the phone with Gus, yes, you could see in the background uh, Werner in the car. Earlier in the episode, we see there's a gun in the glove box. Yeah, I was like, there's there's no way Mike left that gun in the glove box, did he? And then just like maybe see uh, Werner shoot himself. Oh. Damn, that <laughs> would have been a fucking plot twist. And then Mike's on the phone, be like, "Well, well, we your problem's know. over yeah. with. <laughs> Problem solved." Yeah. Or he him grab the gun, and then try to point it at Mike or something. But Mike already has another gun on him, or I don't know. And then drama ensues. But I legitimately did think that Werner might shoot himself. And I was like, fucking do it, do it, do it, fucking do it. You were pulling a me and screaming at the screen. You're worse than a flat earther. <laughs> fucking blow your brains out. Oh, good night. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate Werner. I hate these fucking Germans. I hate that it took this long to get to Mike's little fucking, oh, I killed a guy. Tell the voices in your head. You just killed a guy. I just killed a guy. Sorry, the movie Dutch. <laughs> it's not going to go. Not people. Nobody's going to get that. Dude, Werner's so fucking dumb. He's still, even at this point, he's like, oh, wait, you're tracking my wife? Huh? What? Uh, d- uh? Wait, you're going to kill me? Whoa, uh, no, wait. You motherfucker. Mike warned you and like, Mm-hmm. basically explicitly told you look man the people you're fucking working for will kill you if you fuck around yep music yep da, 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 in my own world not listening i have to blow rocks up because he was just like rude americans and i'm so fucking pissed as a fellow german that they portray german people like this Completely unwatchable. I am offended. Okay. I am half German. So this is not how Germans are. (laughs) Never been to Germany. (laughs) Don't know any people from Germany, but this is not how they are. Not only have I not been out of the country, but I haven't been out of the state. And I rarely leave my county. (laughs) It's hard for me to leave my house. So I am a German. (laughs) uh but uh so pans out and you hear the tiniest of gunshots i thought that was great and and they had the little uh delay in like audio from when you see the gun firing you know just like you would in real life you would see the flash and then yeah yeah. i think they mentioned that on insider podcast i actually didn't know it know it until they said someone insider podcast and then did a second watch of the episode, and I'm like, man, that that did make a big difference. I think in watching that scene. Yeah, I I, th- I thought it was. I, I really did. I thought it was good. I love the fact that you weren't up on the gunshot. I love that you saw the vivid yeah. night sky. I thought it looked as gorgeous. Like it was. It was. It was a yep. beautiful shot for as fucked up as what we were watching. And Mike didn't take a long time to do it. Like he was just like Warner looked up, and that was it. Like yeah. barely got a glimpse. So. 
by Warner. Yeah. I'd fear to saying. <laughs> you got anything else about the Germans? I do not, other than I'm fucking glad that it's over. All right. Well, then, yeah, I'm really happy that the German shit is over with. Mate. I hope next season they don't continue on with that. I hope they kind of get it out of the way really fast. And I hope they don't, like, add in something else. Like, I wonder how Walter White's house was built. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know. Because um, it didn't didn't really seem like it had a point. It wasn't that interesting to me. But, uh, you know, they. It, if one thing, I mean, it worked me up really well to want Werner to be dead. So... The same here. Good job. As you can tell... I've been a smoker now for an hour. <laughs> I got the smoker's lung in the voice. Yeah. Smoochies. Oh, God. Maybe smoochies will be here. <laughs> I hope she never, ever comes back. Okay. Just, All right. She makes me feel uncomfortable the way she me too's you. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's get to Jimmy and Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh so we open this whole episode with Chuck vouching for Jimmy mm-hmm. when Jimmy gets, uh, I guess, initiated, you know, with a bar. Um, I was thinking about this and I was like, oh, that seems like a nice thing. You know, look, Chuck did a nice thing. I don't think Chuck did it to be nice. Mm-mm. I think Chuck did it because he had to, because if he didn't, he would look like an asshole. Hey, you're not going to vouch for your brother? Like, what the fuck's going on there? Oh, so the roles are reversed. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you don't sympathize for your brother? Well, we're not going to, because he was here when he vouched for you. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to turn the tables on you. Yeah. I guess. But that was real quick. And then, then we get to uh, Ernie killing it. Killed it. <laughs> Fucking slayed it. Yeah. He was he was so getting in every girl's panties that night. <laughs> As, and that's that's the that's the best part about karaoke. I don't think that it's necessarily about the person that is the best or has the best voice. Mm-hmm. I think it's the person that gets up there and has the most confidence regardless of how good or bad they sing. And they just get up there and do it because everyone at that point is like so impressed by it. It's like, yeah, you're not the best singer, but look at you go. That is awesome. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You got to be all in. You got to be a performer too. Yep. You know, that makes a big difference in karaoke and the karate yoke. Yeah. You got to go all out on it. Especially if you don't have the voice, you know, so definitely put all you got and do it. Don't be embarrassed because like. I think we've all seen like people who do have really good voices, but they just kind of stand there mm-hmm. real still. But they're, oh, you sound really good. You know, they're not like me, you know. Or, you like, know, they got to be, see, or they like, got to be more like Freddie Mercury, or the, which is what they should have done. Or the Madonna girl from, uh, there, there used to be a, a bar in our local area called Marty's Bistro. And several friends would, and I would go, it was like Wednesday or Thursday night, they would have, karaoke night and this same lady would do it every single week she would always sing the same madonna song and as soon as it would happen it was like oh it's happening again and she would get up there and she'd living in a material world because i am a material girl material material and like she would really emphasize ever emphasize the ma it was awesome and 
yeah, she was bad at it, but a whole place. Now, mind you, there's six people in that whole bar, but they're like, yeah. <laughs> and she just gets off and she's like, yeah, yeah. Like pumping her fist <laughs> in the air and like being all excited. Yeah. Good for her. I'm glad she like, yeah, of course we were snickering a little bit like she sucks, but then we would get up there and be like, <gasps> and of course they're just like, these guys fucking suck. <laughs> yep. But I don't go out and have fun anymore because I made too much of an ass of myself. So <laughs> time to pull it back a little bit. Well, maybe we should, we should go out and do some karaoke. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We can do some Bohemian Rhapsody. No. Just like Jimmy was trying to get Kim to do. We are not doing another friend's reception <laughs> ever again where you alienate an entire family because <laughs> you're just you're not even singing. You're just screaming queen. <laughs> you got six guys around one microphone yep. just screaming into it it was well, what if we lip sing you know like we did oh that would be great <laughs> at tim's wedding what if what if somebody what if somebody got was up it all there? for one <laughs> yeah what if somebody got got up there and uh they lip synced it but because it's karaoke there's no music but you see them singing it and they're just going, but you don't hear any words coming out of their mouth whatsoever. We should do that. Lip sync battle. Yeah. yeah kind of. But with no words. Or no words. <laughs> uh, Karaoke for deaf people. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Like like the awesome chick at uh, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater where she was famous on on even the local news outlets. Fox 2 News was like, was like. Check this lady out last night at a rock concert in Maryland Heights, and she's Lamb of God was playing in the background, and all you hear is just, and she's like getting into the to the words. And I'm like, there ain't no way she knows what, what he's saying because I've been listening to this for 15 <laughs> years, and I don't know what he's saying because yeah. <laughs> he's going. So <laughs> there's a there was an interpreter I once saw Joe Rogan uh, recently. Mm-hmm. And pointed it out and was like, uh, what's the word for like, uh, dick, <laughs> dick, 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 dick. And so just, <laughs> like there's, yeah, just, ju- just coming on my face. So oh, come everywhere, all, all over my face, face, neck, every, every part. <laughs> it was pretty uh, funny. But, uh, yeah. So uh, Jimmy weaseling his brother into staying, and then of course his hubris was going to cause him. I don't to... say he's weaseling his oh, brother he, he into. He weaseled it. him into it. I think he wanted his brother to be there and have some fun. Yeah, I don't mean it in a negative way. Yeah. Uh, he did. He got him to stay. Chuck was being his old him. uptight douche self. He baited him to come up on stage, and yeah. then he let loose, and that's exactly what he wanted to do. He told Kim, he's like, "Watch, yeah. I'm going to get him to do it." And that's why I said he weaseled him. I didn't mean it in a bad way. I hope it didn't come off like that. But he got him to stay, and then look what happened. You see, you see Jimmy like fade back and let he has it, a crappy voice and, and Chuck it, is a good voice and let his brother just go to town on some ABBA or ABBA or however mm-hmm. you want to pronounce it. And he was, he was genuinely happy for his brother. Um, also was that his wife that was leaving whenever, uh, a uh, Chuck's wife? Yes. No. Cause Jimmy says something about, Oh, I, I wish he would have stayed and mingled with some of the ladies. Oh, so yeah, I thought, his wife. I thought, was, I thought it was. They were already separated. Okay, I thought that was his wife that was leaving at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this scene I thought was a little weird, and this is probably where they could have trimmed some fat. I, I, I thought it was odd to to just linger 
on them singing the same song in mm-hmm. bed together. I thought that was a little weird. I understand that it was kind of a bonding moment between the two. I was hoping like Chuck was gonna like move his hand over to Jimmy's thigh. <laughs> Incest you know? is the best. Put your brother to the test. Mm-hmm. This is why I was always so mean to you because <laughs> my feelings. I really want you. I'm so ashamed of my feelings, but now that we sung the song together, I want to sing onto your microphone. Mm. Nope, I'm not giving it to you. No? No, that was awful. Oh, okay. You just made, you just made me feel really uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this it, That did seem kind of pointless. The only thing I could see why they wanted to do this scene and emphasize it again at that night after the karaoke was about the winner takes it all. And later we see Jimmy talking to Christy Espinoza and mm-hmm. saying, you know, the winner takes it all stuff like that. So I don't know if that came across that well when he was talking to her. I, I mean, it's, it's for, it's more than that. You know, mm-hmm. they did for more than that, but, uh, I don't know. Do you think, do you think, it was kind of a weird scene to keep going. I did, <clears throat> but it, it's it's whatever. It, right. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, I just I did. I thought I thought it was. I thought it was. And of course, my drunken mind. I was like, when they were stumbling into the house, I was like, wait, is Jimmy helping Chuck in? Because Chuck stayed and got drunk. No, it was Jimmy was drunk, so Chuck was mm-hmm. helping him out, but. I mean, like I said, I get it. He puts the he puts the the wastebasket next to him. He's like, "This is in case you get sick." Oh, you're the best. Do you want what for breakfast? Do you want eggs and uh? Do you want eggs and bacon or pancakes? Pan- yeah, pancakes. Chuck better made those fucking pancakes. I bet he didn't. Bet he did. I bet he just left and went to his meetings. No, he he called Ernie and said, "Ernie, get, <laughs> get fucking pancakes for Jimmy." He ordered pancakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he didn't make them. He ordered the fucking pancakes. <laughs> oh, that's why Jimmy hates Chuck. He never made those. He pancakes. never made those pancakes. He ordered pancakes, which is even worse than not making them. Because when they come, they're all fucking cold and. It's not made with love, you know? Oh, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Give me a McGriddle all day long. You can clearly tell this body was built by McGriddles, so. A Mc, I fucking a McGill- hate McDonald's. Gillo? A McGillow? <laughs> nope. Didn't I'll take work. a McGill sandwich. <laughs> What's a McGill? Well, let me tell you. It is a biscuit with, it's a filet of fish okay. on a biscuit. Oh, I was going to say it was a filet of fish with pancakes. The McGill. You know, a gill. Yeah. Like a fish. Fish have gills. Fucking I have gills. <laughs> That's right, I'm fucking back. Listen to me, you motherfuckers. <laughs> this whole season, we thought there'd be something with the fishes. Nope. Didn't even show me this fucking episode. Yeah, I guess there was no fish in this episode, was there? I was, I was fucking Werner. I was only dead. This goddamn stupid tank. I feel just like them fucking Germans. Oh, that's why they showed the fish. It's the Germans. There's the connection right there, folks. Boom, boom, and that's what you get from <laughs> Watchers on the fucking couch. <laughs> All right, so next scene. 
Okay. Next, see. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to scroll down in my notes. Watermelon pickles. Watermelon pickles. Yeah. 2001. 2002. Yeah, this was this was weird. I was confused at first because I was like, mm-hmm. why is he saying watermelon pickles? Yeah. I was like, did... did... <laughs> Did Chuck have a weird pregnancy craving all the time of watermelon and pickles? I. It's a thing to where it looks like you're talking. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you're actually saying something. If carrots. you say peas and yeah. carrots, yeah, fire mm-hmm. truck, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, then Ken Greenfield and Emily Reed come up. They're part of the Native American People's Council. I worked with Chuck or whatever. Um, not very important, but Kim. He goes over to Kim, and Kim asks, like, how, how, how it's going. And Jimmy's like, well, we got customers. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, all right, all right. Now I'm getting in more. And she's like, well, how did it feel? Well, it felt like I was pretending to be sad. And Kim's still just going, whoa, oh, all right. Yeah, hello. That's, that's your first fucking flag, Kim, <laughs> that he's not the person that he used to be. Well, and Kim's planning this shit out. So, like, Kim's making a scheme here, another little con. And then she kind of is expecting something different. You can't really, you know, have it both ways. Mm -hmm. Like, either you're going to do it the fucking right way. And you're going to get the right response, I guess. I kind of get a little bit of her expecting Jimmy to still have some feelings. But not really after they fucking... Had that blowout on the roof. Blowout. <laughs> <laughs> Slip it in, Jimmy. Oh. Mm. oh. No, it, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Dude, one thing that's fucking hilarious is when, he, when, he's, when he's standing at the grave, he says out loud, Boo-hoo! <laughs> that was awesome that made me laugh so that was good i really enjoyed that <laughs> that put me in such a like elevated this episode yeah. so much for me Boo-hoo. and then he and then he goes over there what what would you like to eat hand me one of them bear claws and then <laughs> drinks and then drinks a thermos of disgusting fucking coffee delicious coffee i fucking hate coffee well you know you don't know what's good no, I don't. That's cool. I don't. I I don't know anything about anything. So no, nope. I don't why, even that's, know why you're on this podcast. That's why I give. So. That's why I give my opinions on this show is because I know <laughs> nothing about anything. So that's why you give opinions of other people, <laughs> of make believe people. On top of that, because yeah. no matter what, I can be wrong because they're not real. So yeah. my opinions aren't real. This show's not real. <laughs> what can I add to this podcast? <laughs> Other people's opinions on the show. Uh, All right. And I don't even think half of those opinions are real. Some of the names that they put on there. (laughs) Just trolls. Yeah, I I really think so. But I love it. I absolutely love people that are that. that. Yes, of course, I'm doing the same thing. I'm I'm voicing that I was annoyed by the 25 extra minutes of commercials. Mm -hmm. But all in all, this was a good good way to end the season it's it's got me reeled in for the next one so 
just let people bitch. No, I'll definitely watch. I mean, even though I didn't enjoy the season as much as others, I mean, I still enjoyed it, and I'll definitely still be watching next season. Yeah. For sure. So, And I'll enjoy that one, too. Mm-hmm. So moving on to... Um, Howard in the Reading Room. Yeah. We got Jimmy's uh, film crew, and they're setting people up. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know, Jimmy and McGill paid for it. Oh is it, really, is it, sir? That I, piece of shit, dude. Sorry, <laughs> or sir. I just have, I just have to say, thank you very much for paying for this. It, it wasn't me. I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. And then I don't even know what her name is, but I'm just gonna call her Abigail. She comes walking by and she's like, "Well, you know, mm-hmm. rumor going around is, is that <laughs> Jimmy McGill paid for it. No shit. All right. <laughs> and then, and then it's. I like that character. You should do that more. Okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> just do it the rest of the episode. I'll bring Abigail around every now and then if y'all like. <laughs> but, um, and then See, Kim's, and, nice. then, and then <laughs> you got a little thing for Abigail, don't you, big I boy? Do. <laughs> oh, I'll give you my phone number afterwards. You can call me up on my landline. I'm getting a little chub. <laughs> <laughs> don't call my landline. Call my landline. <laughs> so, so Kim's boss. Kim's boss happens to be there, and then he bring yeah. and then he brings it up too. Yeah, and Rich already found out, I guess. Yeah, you know, from Abigail. From, no, a- from Abigail. Yeah. <laughs> Try. <laughs> we are getting to my favorite part of this scene, by the way. She's like, "Okay, I need to go. I need to go console him." He go. She goes outside, and he's just smoking away on his Newport Mentholatum, having a having a shitty time he, he doesn't want to be there mm-hmm. you can tell he doesn't want to be there but he's got to to keep the bamboozle going on <laughs> all right i'm fucking hungry those mini those mini cheeseburgers oh i can pay for the food but i can't eat it because i'm in too much mourning all right too much <laughs> grief and she didn't even have to say anything but she was like correct <laughs> he's just like fuck i want to eat because it's funny every little party that he goes to he's always chowing down mm-hmm. so it would be weird if he's just in there just pounding away but i would take it the other way he's grieving so he's just eating <coughs> yeah yeah where where did he get that he's like can't believe i paid twenty three thousand dollars twenty three thousand where did he get that money it's got to be from the cell phones. Oh, all right. Where where is the Sandpiper settlement? What happened to that? Oh, where my fucking Sandpiper money, bitch? Did Has did they ever... decide to take that to court and so take the settlement? Because I thought, uh, I would. Oh, that's a that's a good question. I'm because I thought it was settled. It well, and it was then, no. He then, had talked. He had talked him into settling, right. and that's whenever he and that's whenever he had the uh, the one girl come in and pull the pull the ruse of him keeping the headset on, basically giving the lady her friends back. Because mm-hmm. that that bingo scam was one of the worst ones ever. Mm-hmm. Poor poor Ethel sitting there dobbing away six numbers in bingo, and everyone else is <laughs> like, "You fucking bitch." Of course you get it. Yeah. But I thought she already made the decision to settle. I th- I, I thought she had. And then he helped her get her friends back. Yeah. We'll have to look it up. Appeals court for next year. We won't. We won't remember. Even if he didn't have that money yet, I can understand it taking a long time for that. 
usually settlements to get paid out mm-hmm. i think would take quite a while you know it seems like a thing that in real life that takes a while to get or comes in payments you know and not all at once but then again it almost seems like the lawyer fees would be something that would get paid out immediately and then uh everything else would be distributed and that would take some time because in that type of case there's so many different people that are supposed to get money that there's a lot of hoops to jump through mm-hmm. it's like all right you get money you get money like, no, we got to do this. Well, it's a bunch of stupid shit. So. I mean, this was something from three days ago, and it says um, some questions that, that people were worried about was the HHM resizing and the sandpaper settlement. So I don't think that they've ever said it because I'm looking it up on Reddit. Yeah. Um, and remember, Kim works for the company that is representing Sandpiper Crossing, and HHM was kind of going under. Maybe Jimmy, because if HHM went under, would Jimmy still get his money? Did he give a shit about Chuck earlier this season? Or was he just like, dude, get it fucking together and keep this company going. Secretly, I just want my money. Mm -hmm. If you go under, I'm not going to get my money. What if next season, Kim's like, fuck you, Jimmy. Yeah. (laughs) And... I don't see how they could work that same Piper case different. Unless Kim. Unless Kim knows some shady things that Jimmy did. And she could bring that up in court. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. But then you would think Jimmy would lose his uh, license again. Yeah. So we know that's not going to happen. We don't actually know that Jimmy got his license. All yeah, that we bit, did. Yeah, we did. All Sugar Teeth said was, there's some good news. And he's like, I already know what it is. But then he also says, take me to the place uh, where I can uh, uh, get the thing because I'm not going to be using I know. my real name. I'm just. <laughs> oh, sorry. I... <laughs> Damn it. Look, it's like a thing with Fred, all right? I can't read you. I didn't actually see Fred dead, <laughs> so he could still be alive. Why can't It's like I a Game of Thrones you? thing, you know? People always, like, say, I'm like, no, dude, the fucking person's dead, all right? Okay, anyway. If it's not shown on screen, if it's not explicitly said. This is the show me state. You got to show me the body. Yeah. Show me them titties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Show me them titties, Christy. <laughs> So at this point, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm just trying to act like you didn't even say that. Trying to act like a normal person who wouldn't like make a comment about like a person who's playing a high school person. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're getting. You're getting. And I. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude. Oh, uh, what didn't even mention. Jimmy wants to fucking play the movie Backdraft in real life. (laughs) Randomly comes up with a weird scenario about Judge uh, Papa Doomian. Judge. Right. And he's like, what if what if she touches the doorknob and it's really hot? And then then I come in like, (laughs) oh, it's probably not doable. Like, Had to watch the movie Backdraft. Yeah. It's exactly Backdraft. It's a good movie too, by the way. It that, is. AMC should play. And Kurt that. Russell plays himself. You know, plays his dad as well. AMC, yeah, which AMC. is you know, 
plays two characters. He plays his dad, and he plays his... See? AMC, um, play Backdraft. They have recently, I think. Oh, okay. Sweet. I almost want to think... No, I guess they haven't played it before... Better Call Saul, have they? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to linger too much on it. And yes, I'm pushing okay. on to the. I don't. All wanna, right, let's go. I don't want to linger too much on it. Um, but I'm glad that you brought <laughs> up the, uh, the the high schooler with the voluptuous. Um, that scene pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Another scene that I thought was completely unnecessary. Um, but I loved that they sped it up. As in, I loved that it, it. You don't give a shit. They, they, that they they filmed it to where it doesn't matter what the kids already said because the board already knew who they were giving the scholarship right. to. I did like that. Yeah, because Jimmy, you know, mentions, hey, did you read her essay? Yeah, they didn't. Everyone just like, like giving like little fake smiles. Like, luckily, though, I think Chuck saved face with Jimmy mm-hmm. and was like, you make a good argument. Let's bring it. Let's take a new vote. Yeah. I would almost think normal uh, Howard. Did I say Chuck? Normal yeah. Howard. Normal Howard would not have done that. Would maybe you know just be like now, Jimmy? We already made our decision. Yeah. So, I, a lot. Of, a lot of that has to do with uh, since Chuck's death. It's new. It, it, he's got that creepy fucking painting of him mm. in the boardroom. I know. <laughs> like he's. He's putting him up on a pedestal. Like maybe, hey, remember how early in the episode when he was like, hey, Chuck, you have to put another M on there. People like some magical stuff. <laughs> maybe before H- maybe before HHM goes, you got two eyes. You got two. Li- we only need one nipple. <laughs> but uh, M&M <laughs> melts your mouth out of hair. Maybe Jimmy's like. Hey man, you should put that other M up there. And he does it. He's not going to because he's going to be under Saul Goodman. But that's why I, that was my bridge to this. <laughs> I think you need to put a D up there for dumbass. No, it's because everybody you know loves a D. H H M D. Either their own or somebody else's. <laughs> Hard hung magnificent dick <laughs> uh, uh, better call Saul a good dick <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he uh that the, it was an unnecessary scene to get to so I, I I did like that speech that he gave her mm-hmm. it felt real and it felt it, it would be really cool if we did see her like in a couple seasons or something and she's interning for Saul or something. I, I don't know. It'd be really cool to see that. I don't think that that's going to happen, but I don't, I don't know this, that girl, if she's like a actor or good actor or not, or what the, what her role was supposed to be on in that scene, mm-hmm. but the, she didn't give much of info on her face, facial expression. What, how I took it was she's like, Dude, what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. You, you're real weirdo and creep. Uh, I, I got to get to my boss. That, like, that's how I took it too. And she's probably not even going to go to the law anymore. <laughs> like, like fuck that, dude. Is that what lawyers are like? I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I read it the same way that she was just like, no, I'm going to go steal some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
well, I'm going to go back to crime now. See, that was the other thing I was thinking. How cool would it be that all of a sudden, like, in a couple seasons, he's practicing under Saul Goodman, and she comes in and is like, I need a lawyer. That, would, could, that, that would be cool. That's probably definitely going to happen. Okay. Yeah, good call. Okay. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling it right now. Big Teddy Chrissy's. <laughs> We're drawing the name in the concrete right now. <laughs> I didn't notice that either, that she was quite large in the chest until second viewing. Get the fuck out of no, here. No, seriously. And I didn't notice it. Uh, like, it almost seemed like the because ca- the camera angle was mostly on her face the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then there were, was a uh, farther out shot. And I'm kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, I thought it was odd. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe that camera man's like... <laughs> He's zooming out a little bit. <laughs> it seemed awkward to me. That's how I noticed it. Like just because well, the, the whole just because of the shots to... changed in a weird way. Mm-hmm. So that's well. It, it's it was they were sporadic shots because Jimmy. Was All right, kinda, I'm a perv. No, he was <laughs> frantic at that time. So they're frantic shots. You know, he 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 knew that he right. he knew that he had to get it off his chest and and lay it on. Hers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, on that bad joke, let's move on to. Um. No, well, just one last thing. Uh, Jimmy did have a good point, you know? Like, yeah, she probably does know. Uh, it is good to have maybe somebody who has been in the situation before. Mm-hmm. And then be a lawyer, you know? Someone who's gotten a little trouble and needed a lawyer and then became a lawyer. Because it's not just like you can become a lawyer, you know, like, oh, it's super easy. Like, you had to put a lot of work doing a lot of thought or, you know. Uh, an insane amount of time and studying it's two rules of thought so it's two rules of thought yeah. one you know how can you trust a lawyer that's been down a bad path uh you want somebody that's always you know towed the right line and then you've got the other one that well how could you be a good lawyer if you haven't seen the reverse side of the coin so and especially with kids like you know kids are always gonna do fucked up stuff mm-hmm. so somebody that's in high school or like oh she did it like Saw some stuff her sophomore year, like, okay, yeah, some kids fucking just do weird shit. Mm-hmm. Some they, kids do re- weird stuff. And they realize they Normally, made a mistake. that stuff and happens. Then, yeah, move on. Because yeah. they realize that that's not the path they want to go down. But what they're... What, what he the was, people who don't make those mistakes young. But that's exactly what that's exactly what his... That's exactly what his speech was about. All right, exactly. Was that... No matter what, they're always going to look at you that way. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be one of them. But you yeah. should. But you shouldn't want to be. You but in. you shouldn't want to be them. You should strive to be better than them. Break and, the rules, and uh, you're gonna cut corners. Cut corners, I'm like I, Jesus. Yeah, you don't have to cut corners to do all that to like beat them at their own game. But that's how Jimmy does it. Yeah. That's how he knows how to do it. So, yeah, you know. Wait, you know, sometimes there's still gonna be those people like Jimmy that are always gonna do that. He did it when he was a kid. And then, you know, still did it. Yeah, there's going to be some of those people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But no one ever gave him a chance. Nope. When he was young. He just wished somebody gave him a chance. <laughs> that fucking Chuck McGill. Roast Ooh. his ass. Fuck Chuck. <laughs> Better fuck Chuck. That's that's a porno right there. <laughs> Well, then, 
Yeah, man. He gives that. So that that pissed you off, because. Because why? Because like, you're like, why are you telling this person that? Or sorry, maybe I missed that. What you were saying? Oh, uh, train again. train has left the station at this point. I forgot where I was going uh, with it. You said that scene pissed you off. Well, the the earlier part of the scene, the just sitting in the, in the office. Oh, going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. It made. I'll say in the scene. So yeah, I understand. You did say that. Um. The scene with Christy kind of pissed me off because I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? Why are you telling this girl that? That's not probably not the best thing to do, or at least with that much emotion. <laughs> just leave, just leave him alone. He's the he's the uncle at the party that's had one too many Bud Lights, and you notice he's talking to your kid and you're trying to break away, but you can't. And then you go over there and you're like, you're like, you're right, Uncle Mike. Have have a great night. Don't listen to anything that he said. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Don't listen to anything Mike has to say. Way to be an asshole, Jimmy. <laughs> All right. So we cut to a trash can that has still not been replaced. <laughs> I was, I, it's one of my Can notes. we get a new trash can in here? <laughs> Uh, actually the, what i have in my notes and i'm not even gonna bring it up because i know exactly what i wrote in the notes is jimmy's probably been there so many times and they did replace the trash <laughs> yep, can that's... and he's he's left so many times pissed off <laughs> that chuck's just like or chuck that yeah. that uh <laughs> howard's like don't even don't even worry about replacing because he's gonna fuck it up every time he leaves yep. so just leave it because it almost looked like he looked at it like he was getting ready to fucking unload on it again. Uh-huh. But then he went to, and I thought this, I was not moved by this scene, by the way, mm-hmm. that he broke down in his car. Yep. Uh, I thought this was really out of place, in my opinion. I thought it was odd. I didn't understand necessarily why he was, I didn't understand why he was saying no. I understood, I guess, the way I'm interpreting it now is because he feels you know we we just got out of the scene of him talking to christy he feels that way he doesn't think he's going to get back in and even if he gets back in he's not going to be one of them he's not going to work at hhm no he's always going to be an outsider and i think that's what he's real sad about you know and that those people i guess are gonna hold other people similar to him back i guess along with you know, a bunch of other stuff, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, about mm, Chuck and whatnot. But it it just seemed odd, like him just saying, no, no, no. That's why I like, said. No what? It's one of those vague things to where it's like, we're going to leave it up to the audience. Boo-hoo. You get to interpret it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you write your fucking show, all right? Yeah, you write it. Not me. Otherwise, I'm going to make a jokey <laughs> rendition of yeah, what you do. I, I don't know. It Maybe was... he's having a flashback of when Chuck raped him that night. He's like, no, no, Chuck, I t- no. Nah, nah. And Chuck's like, the winner takes it all. <laughs> Uh, 
Chuck, Chuck does seem like that kind. Where he's like, I'm going to come right now. Good douche. Uh, so, yeah, that's what happened in that okay. scene. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. And then and then another commercial break and then <laughs> yeah. and then we come and then we come back from commercial break. Jimmy's at Kim's. They're going over the little scam. Jimmy says it doesn't matter in the board's eyes. And then Jimmy's like, Hey, what about this? You know, I let the I let Chuck do the talking for me. Mm-hmm. And then Chuck comes in, he's like, I can do that. <laughs> Oh, when it takes it all, <laughs> he he pulls out he pulls out the uh, VHS tape that somebody recorded that night. Yeah, yeah, they paid forty five dollars for it. <laughs> that's what Jimmy puts in. I was gonna say he's like, hold on a second, I have the AV guy bringing in the TV. I was about to say the AV card gets wheeled yeah. in. <laughs> uh. Trust me, you guys are going to love this. <laughs> oh. Yep. So yeah, he's like, uh, Chuck can do the talking for me with the letter. Kim's like, I wrote it. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Going back to that, some people on Reddit are like, well, Kim wrote it. <laughs> so, no. Anyway. No. Uh, I... I thought it was in the in the moment I I I will have to admit I was taken I was taken for. I thought that yep. was a legitimate speech. Me too. And as fucked up as this is, when that dude was shedding a tear, I was moved enough <laughs> to where like I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so proud of Jimmy right now. I'm so proud of him." And I knew I shouldn't be because I'm waiting for the minute that he turns into a fucking prick. Yep. But I'm Oh god, he's so good at this. Cuz I I I want to see him be that good guy, but he's not at all. And I was taken. I really was. It was very well done like scene. So a lot of the times when Jimmy does like fake shit, when he's trying to pretend to be sad and whatnot, you can tell. Like you can tell, you can tell the actor, you can tell Bob Odenkirk is uh, pretending to pretend. And this, you can't tell that he's pretending. Mm-mm. It seemed sincere. Yeah, it seemed very genuine. So, I mean, I was probably. 85 percent in you know oh you bought it 85 percent probably okay i i me personally i don't know beyond yeah i don't know i don't really really remember but i knew i was in like i i was i was eating it up just like kim was because yeah because they pan away and you see kim and she's she's just as moved and she's like and that whole like you know i was gonna tell you i was gonna read it and let and let my brother do it but i can't do it because he gave this to me and this is for me i was like Mm -hmm. Like, damn. Yeah. That is, that is smart. You know, that's the only thing that kind of threw me off. Cause I'm like, nah, you don't, he doesn't give a shit if that's just between, you know, them two. But the rest of that scene, I'm like, oh, okay. He's for real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally, was great. totally bought it. I really did. I thought it was, dude, he even, 
It's brilliant because he even says, oh, I was going to do this emotional thing and read this letter and pull on your heartstrings and whatnot. He tells them exactly what he fucking then does. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. Bravo, Vince. (laughs) That's some inception (laughs) shit right there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it was fan fucking tastic. And I and I'm and I'm definitely not just saying that this this whole last fifteen minutes or whatever was what made this episode because this episode was just damn good regardless. Yep. But this last fifteen minutes, especially what we're get, what we're getting to as as they're leaving as they're leaving the courtroom and they cut to this right away immediately. You would you would think commercial break, but no, yeah, that's what no, they went right into this and. Kim, she's all she's all excited. She's like, "Yes, Jimmy, that was that was amazing. You did it. That was exactly what we talked about." And he's just like, "Of course, those fucking suckers!" And, and you're instantly, like, <laughs> instantly, her face went from being so proud of him to just what? And then and I'm fucking pulling on their heartstrings, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and this letter, and oh. It's like on The Simpsons. If you if you if you rewind and freeze frame when Kim's heart got broke. If you look if you look at Kim's reaction, that's probably the same reaction that I had, where I was just like, probably every single person that watches this episode. Yeah, it's like, what? (laughs) Holy shit! This that's one really awesome thing about this episode. I think it was edited really well, Mm -hmm. put together well, and. I'm they they went they didn't take any time to get right to that scene like it fucking took you by surprise that they were going right into that right after yeah and yeah. then it took you by surprise what Jimmy said like right fucking away and you're just blown away you're like oh yeah <laughs> uh I I think it, that was a true one two punch mm-hmm. um because I definitely did not see that coming I was set up for one thing i like i said i bit it i i took the bait i really thought that he was being sincere and then all of a sudden he he I mean, he in the lobby he's just laying into these assholes as he as he called them and oh my god yeah that that's one thing i was like you better be a little quieter that's what i'm thinking like Here's the thing that's like if, real weird. If you're, so, if you're putting in, in, if you're putting into everybody's little ear that Jimmy McGill is this sincere guy for weeks at a time, leading up to this hearing, so that these people on the panel have heard about what you've been doing in mm-hmm. the past week or whatever. I'm just gonna say it's a week, and then as soon as you like, as soon as the door hits you on the ass on the way out, you're like fucking idiots, yep. swindled them. You. Maybe, maybe, maybe use your inside voice next time because <laughs> he, he's just screaming it, fucking jerking off from the rooftop. Like I fucking <laughs> yeah. pulled one over on them. He's just doing the helicopter yeah. all around, all down the hallway. Like, <laughs> but it, so then drops another bomb, you know, which everybody's been waiting for the moment. Jimmy becomes soft. Yeah. And. He's like, I'm gonna need a DBA, whatever that means, um, a DVDA. or whatever. It's, yeah, a, a, a DVDA D- shot. Yeah, a DVDA. Yep. And we know it's to change his name. 
because he's not going to practice under McGill anymore. Nope. And Kim's like, whoa, 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 what the fuck? Jesus, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this guy? I've been letting stick his dick inside of me. <laughs> what is going on here? See, also, Kim, come on. All right. Like I said earlier, you know, you can't have it, you know, both ways. All right. I mean, sometimes if you want to, but, you know, <laughs> it you is, know, it's 2018. You have a little McGill sandwich when Chuck was alive, but, uh, <laughs> both were, or, uh, uh, but God damn it. I guess I'm doing that. Uh, so yeah, Jimmy is going to be so good, man. Jimmy just said, like, I want to be the best McGill I can be. You know, but being the best McGill he can be is not being a McGill at all. <sighs> all right. Okay. I can go with that. Okay. I can go with that. Can he explain that to the people that just, you know, approved him again on the bar? Are they going to see that and be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Once it's approved, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm wondering. Like, once it's approved, it that's it, and they don't have any more control. I guess they, because I guess that wouldn't necessarily be fraud or anything. It's not because he could explain it that way. Like, look, this is the best way I can be a McGill is to not be a McGill. Yeah, like I'm I was telling you, have my brother. I can yeah. never live up to him if I keep practicing under McGill. It, it's it's just not going to work. Right. That's that's what. I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. Glad you said that. The best. Yep. At least that's at least that's what I took out of it mm-hmm. is that no matter what, because especially in that town, which he stays in Albuquerque anyway. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, HHM has been a staple in there forever, and everyone knows that it's Hamlin, Hamlin McGill. Yeah, and then hey, wait, I oh McGill, and you have to hear that all the time, and then be like, wait, uh. Why aren't you with them or, you know, mm-hmm. but mm. if he's, but if he's practicing under Saul Goodman, then. Mm. Yeah. And Kim doesn't want to practice, you know, you're no law longer, with him. You're, you're getting yourself, you're, he's essentially getting himself off his brother's coattails forever mm. because now, now there is that hard line of he's no longer. And that's always the thing, even during that, even during that hearing, it was always about everyone up here knows my brother and knows all the things that he's done. It's a way to get out from underneath that massive fucking shadow mm-hmm. that his brother has cast over him his yeah. entire life. So now he's distancing himself from that. I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I do too. I don't think that he legally changes his name. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he legally changes his name. That's just the name, I guess. He practices under. Yeah, I guess well, he like, can do that. It's like so, a stage name, right? You know, whenever, whenever the, whenever somebody goes into the actors' guild, they have to register sure. as a name, and that's why. I a wonder lot of, if that's a real thing that you can do that as a lawyer. I could see that being a real thing, mm-hmm. just because someone could look you up that had beef with you, like. <laughs> like really bad people that you didn't represent to the you know of their opinion the yeah. best of your ability yeah they're like i'm gonna kill that motherfucker jimmy mcgill i'm gonna kill that motherfucker saul yeah i'm gonna look him yeah. up and get him at his house 
Yep. I don't, all right. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting a little too deep on that, but uh, I don't know, man. Still, still with Kim, just seems a little odd too. Kind of oh, like pissed at Kim yeah. a little bit for like, uh, no, I don't know. I guess not. Just because she was hoping, she was hoping there was still that with with Jimmy. I don't think she would have been as surprised if Jimmy just did the normal thing and read the letter and maybe added a little bit of emotion with the letter, but he went completely off script and she thought that was for real. And that's what Kim wanted Jimmy to be. Mm -hmm. She was hoping that was inside Jimmy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't. So, all right. I forgive her reaction, I guess. But still, she should... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> she should have uh, expected it a little bit maybe like she's she's helping jimmy scam and she's telling jimmy hey i want to keep doing the scam stuff hey to get back into the bar let's fucking scam them hey but yeah no i could see her getting uh emotional about that and believing it and they'll be like, what? Yeah. And and think, I mean, just, it was it was the perfect, it, like I said, it was the perfect ending for this season. Unfortunately, it really was leading up to this. And yes, it definitely left a huge question mark over the table, which it, it should. But it answered, it actually answered questions and things mm-hmm. that happened throughout the year. So it's satisfying in that, in that end but to leave on that confused face of that beautiful woman <laughs> and then that cocky ass smirk <laughs> of jimmy and he walked he threw up too he threw up double guns man yeah. he threw up double guns where he's like so good man <laughs> and then it's like did he just throw the double guns what you never point a theoretical gun at somebody <laughs> especially especially in a government building like a yeah. courthouse <laughs> Uh, Dude, he turned around. He he looked like he was walking like Saul as well. I just he walked just slightly different. Maybe I'm looking too much into that, but I think he was purposely walking different. Okay, we've been gone on forever. Okay, well this you got was anything a, else? No, this was just a long episode, and unfortunately for the listeners, it's going to be a long podcast because no, of yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. I just. Don't want to keep rambling and rambling. Yeah, yeah. Do you have predictions for next season? Uh, my prediction for next season is, at least I'm hoping, we finally, he's gonna, he's gonna get it, and he's gonna be practicing under that. So I, I would love to see opening shot of next season, being that giant inflatable Lady Liberty above a building. Yeah, as long as we don't have like a backstory like. <laughs> Oh, where to get the child lady liberty? Oh, you know, it's going to take five episodes for like, <laughs> somebody to, you know, personally make it, you know? Yeah. Um, Custom made. Uh, if it's a little thing. It'd be, I'm hoping. That'd be, I'm hoping and they've got to. But they're going to bring my girl Francesca back. Mm-hmm. So we'll start seeing her some more. Yep. Her fine ass. Yep. Um, and... Maybe it's my bold prediction or whatever, but obviously I, I have a feeling Lalo is going to come to an end next season. Um, short and sweet, not 
within the first or two or three episodes. It no, is I can see him a big part of next yes, season. Yes, absolutely. I'm okay with that. But I can see this is the, the phasing out of Kim Wexler. And I could see that tying uh, Jimmy in with Nacho. Well, he's already knows Nacho. Right. And, and with Gus and Lalo in that situation. So, because something like will, something, will what happen, if like, uh, or like Nacho <laughs> needs representation for some reason? What if Lalo needs representation for killing Fred? Yeah. So Saul starts representing him. Nacho knows Saul's representing Lalo. Gus and Nacho try to hack some sort of plan to get Jimmy to maybe not represent him well. Or maybe something else. You know, it's yeah. a little mix yeah. there because yeah. Yeah. because of old Ginger Fred. Yeah. yeah. Poor Ginger Fred. You know? Or maybe just something as simple as like, you know, Lalo needs representation for that car accident. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or even, oh, it would be even, be even better, that guy that he hit needs representation <laughs> and Jimmy starts <laughs> representing him because he becomes an ambulance chaser. Cause we've seen the people that are in his, in his, in his office. Mm-hmm. It's people with broken limbs and yeah. stuff. So <laughs> even something like that would be great. And like I said, I, I have a feeling that, uh, this is the end of Kim. We're going to start. She's going to get phased out at, at some point has to, cause she's not in, I would think she'd be done after next season. I think she'll be in next season. I would assume next season, all of next season. But yeah, I would think there'd be. Do you some... think? Do you think there will be any more Chuck montages? <laughs> um, maybe like I don't know one what or they two. Could... I think they'd probably be done. Okay, I could see it adding. I hope they don't add it in. Man, there'd have to be a really fucking there good reason. Be, like, because at this point, a really fucking good reason. Now, now that he's, and now that he's got his his law license back, there's no reason to bring him up ever again. Did we? Especially did, if he's, especially if he's dropping McGill anyway, and he's right. he's officially be, he's better call Saul. He's officially Saul Goodman now. There is no legitimate reason unless. HHM finally comes with the money that he's owed from the Sandpiper settlement, mm-hmm. and he takes that money and opens up his new law firm. Right. Did we ever find out what caused Chuck to be ill? I thought I thought it was his wife leaving him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it did start. Okay, right. I thought it did that, start after that. Yeah. That was the only thing I could think of is seeing something like that. The moment Chuck became <laughs> like. <laughs> Allergic to completely <laughs> un outsideable, <laughs> uh, completely fucking crazyable. Yeah, completely unelectrical. I can't give you that one. Electronable, electroneuroses, magneticable. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's the only reason I could see something like that, but that actually seems kind of pointless. Mm-hmm. But we don't even. In need my to opinion, know. it is. I, Unless I, Jimmy had something, I think this, somehow to do with it. I think it. this was the perfect way to just never bring Chuck back. Yeah. There's, there's just, there's no reason for it. If he's, if he's leaving the last name McGill behind and he's officially becoming Saul Goodman, there's no reason. Right. Like, like I said, anyone should move on. I wanted to go forward. Mm-hmm. I don't mind seeing, you know, extra backstory that's purposeful. That, add something to as it but as, as long as it makes i it, hope 
I hope things move real fucking fast with Kim and Jimmy, man. I hope it moves fast. And hoard. Hoard? Hoard and fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hope it transforms. <laughs> uh, why don't you come to my restaurant and get a hot dog yeah it's a foot long chili dog <laughs> all right oh you want philly cheesesteak huh i'll give you a fucking philly cheesesteak <laughs> you know i don't really have any other uh predictions or anything i don't i still kind of i don't how many seasons? How many more seasons do you think we have? As of right now, on and I, that's I'm looking it up on the IMDb. I would say two. But um, this this right here is the highest. This is the highest rated episode of the season at nine point seven. That'll probably end up dropping. Um, as of right now, it it says episode uh, episode five dash one is in two thousand nineteen, but that's as far as it's gotten right. um, on the IMDb. So it's confirmed mm-hmm. that they're going to get a fifth season. Um. But I would just think they probably have enough to still do uh, to can continue the timeline for another season. If they really wanted to, like if they really fucking wanted to, which I don't. I don't know how good this could be uh, post Breaking Bad Jimmy. You know, Gene, because they didn't <laughs> even see Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see a Gene scene. In in this uh, finale, yeah, but I could see it being possible that they do a whole Gene season. Uh, okay, could be entertaining, but I don't see much of a point. Uh, but you never know. <laughs> this is funny. I was just trying to see if they had confirmed like a season six or anything. Uh, Twelve hours ago from Mashable, Gus Freeing is the worst character on Better Call Saul. <laughs> Dude, everybody has everybody yeah. has something to fucking bitch about, and it's ridiculous, and it's just a television show. If you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. Sorry, I, mm-hmm. stop stop complaining about it. There's no reason to. Actually, please continue to complain about it so that I can. The one thing that I've ever brought to anything is one star reviews. So continue to please bitch about <laughs> it so that we. I, hey, I complain about it. <laughs> I know. I just. But I'm not those people. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friends aren't those people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a better complainer than you. <laughs> I really know how to complain. I watch all the details. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking last, spider Lalo. <laughs> last thing, last thing before we end this season. Did you watch all of those? Uh, did you watch all of those Mike videos on AMC? No, I didn't. You didn't watch all of no. those? I didn't either. Yeah. Um, maybe, like, in a week, we can just sneak on, like, our thoughts of the rest of those without telling anybody. All right. Maybe we can, uh, you know, buy some Miracle Spring water. <laughs> <laughs> give a, Just give a, give a postseason yeah. update. On Miracle the- <laughs> Spring water theories instead of drunken theories? Yeah. Yeah. Ch- change my life around? Yeah. Blessed theories. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hashtag blessed theories. That's that's the angelic light of heaven coming down and blessing me because I bought Mineral Spring because I bought it for free. (laughs) And Werner comes down from heaven. (laughs) 
Oh, too soon. Pause, <laughs> you bought the spring's waters <laughs> from the mountains of Germany. Is the, it's the purest water in all the land. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Thanks for watching this season, <laughs> and thanks for listening. Uh, we love you. Yep. Appreciate you. All right, guys. That's the Watchers on the Couch. I'm Mike Daffron. I'm Jimmy Lopez. See you next year. See you next year, guys.